Welcome back to the podcast that rocks, weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. And with me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. Okay, then. Awesome. Great to have you here. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have. No. Yeah. If I have to cut the show early, I will. 30 seconds. Uh, it's It's been an interesting week, to say the least. There's been a lot of things happening. Um. Bad, disappointing, just news in general. My uh, life in a nutshell. No, well, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So um, before we get into the actual news breaks, one thing I wanted to keep doing that I forgot to do last week, a week after I started it, was the top three of Billboard's rock chart. And I want to keep doing that just as a little side thing. Mm. And the point of this is not just to point out music that people are already aware of. The point of it is to kind of keep tabs on mainstream rock. To kind of show, okay, is mainstream rock radio actually trying to play new stuff? Or is it proving the point that it's the same bands over and over again? So, Gretchen mm-hmm. is not aware of what the what the top three are. I didn't go over these the actual three, so I, I want have her no idea. Gretchen. Yeah, so. <laughs> At number three is Oh Yeah by Green Day. Ew. Um, it's stayed <laughs> in the top three for several weeks now. It was mm-hmm. number one a couple weeks ago. Um, from that album, Father of All, it's probably one of the weakest songs. Yeah. And obnoxious. It's a single, and it's been out for a while, and it's Green Day, so you know what? It gets airtime. Yeah, but there are much better songs on that album. There are. I wholeheartedly agree, but that's yeah. okay. what they wanted. Uh-uh. All right. Yeah. Number two, and this is going to divulge in or diverge into a different conversation, is Popular Monster by Falling in Reverse. So they have, it re- has really, really gone up the charts over the past two months. I mean, Sirius XM yeah, started playing at first. Yeah, played it like they played it like two months ago or so, and they were really hammering that song in. When oh, I came yeah. to see Gretchen back in February, was it? Yeah, February, yeah. March. Yeah. February. When I, yeah. When I got to see her there, they were playing that, they played that song six times on the trip from DC to Richmond in like an hour, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. And that is not an exaggeration because we counted. So no, but unfortunately, I like that song. See, I don't have a problem with it for Falling in Reverse and Ronnie Radke. Yeah. This is a big step up in music creativity and actually having meaning and stuff like that. So I'm fine. Well, see, and I don't have anything to base it off of because I yeah. never listened to them prior. Okay, there you go. So, so. Um, unfortunately, while this would be a good bit of news for the band because it's at their peak at number two and it could get yeah. to number one. Um, unfortunately, the tragedy uh, happened within Falling Reverse. Ronnie Radke confirms that guitar, the guitarist of the band, Derek Jones, has passed away at age 35. That's insane. Three, five. He and Ronnie were the ones that started the band. And Ronnie Radke made a post about it yesterday with some photos. And there's still um no real hard news yet of how he passed away that's going to come in the next few days but at the same time man that was a big surprise mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there'll be more news as that break comes up like you check rock feed and loudwire and other sites as well man uh that i was not expecting because 35 that's just a little bit older than i am yeah and i think ronnie's 36 i could be wrong about that I don't remember how old Ronnie is, but still, it's all in the same age bracket, like mid-30s. And Well, it's young. Yep. And I don't know mm-hmm. how that's going to go forward, because I know Ronnie Radke and Falling Reverse had other 
like singles and songs. They were working on different side projects. Ronnie Radke had been tr- like really trying to get his life back together. He's been trying to do better with his attitude and stuff. And for the most part, he has. He still mm-hmm. has outbursts on Twitter every now and then, but still, it is wildly less mm-hmm. than it used to be. It still happens every now and then, but still not nearly as bad. I think um, now that he's not trapped here, level of bad. Well, nothing's as bad as trapped. It's that's still going on by the hour. <laughs> Changes all the time. I know. So he's got a line of fistfight victims he wants to get in, ch- get in the ring with and get knocked out. But anyway, um, you can check out more information on Roddy Radke's Twitter, on the Falling Reverse Twitter. Again, all the moves I have, all the news we have for you right now is just that it happened. Yeah. And there's a sad, disappointing tweet from Bradkey is from him yesterday at uh, six seven sixteen. I'll never forget when you pick me up from jail in your old tour band to start falling in reverse. Your spirit will be interwoven through the music I write forever. Rest in peace, Derek Jones. My heart is broken. Mm. very simple he posted four photos of him or either the two of them together or just of Derek and yeah that like if I'm trying if I sound like I'm not really giving enough credit it's just that we don't have enough information on how he died the circumstances things like that and they were off cycle and stuff so it sucks to say but yeah that's disappointing whether you're like listen I'm not a fan of falling reverse that does not mean that i can't feel sympathy and how see how that tragic that is because that's terrible right mm-hmm. so just want to give that update so and then to move on at number one on billboards mainstream for this past week is far away breaking benjamin featuring scooter ward of cold and yeah. you said this was one of the better songs on that new album i really like that song okay I, I, mean, I really like it. Okay. Because I hear it every now and then. And listen, like if this is one of the songs that Breaking Benjamin's going to reimagine or create new for an acoustic type thing, that's fine. Yeah. I really like it. it it's good. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where the ben- Breaking Benjamin goes from here. Because they were supposed to have a tour also this year. Has there, theirs hasn't been canceled yet, though, right? Not yet, because I don't think they start until midsummer. Or I was about like to say that. they start like July or something. Right, exactly. So, COVID nineteen is um, COVID nineteen ruins live music, but <laughs> at the same time, um, we don't know how much live music it's going to ruin. Like, if it's yeah. going to ruin everything yet, or it's going to be like a cap off and. Starting in July, we'll start getting shows again, and if there'll be limited seats, like um, someone keeps bringing up the points for like festivals and concerts we'll start small with concerts if they'll start limiting tickets mm-hmm. like saying okay listen this was an amphitheater show but we can only allow in 10,000 people now is mm-hmm. that a, is that a good um is that a good compromise because the problem is what if your amphitheater already sold over 10,000 s- s- seats yeah can't just go up oh, sucks to be you get a refund so, so american airlines does that often so American Airlines does a lot of that often, and it's ruined both of us. This oh, yeah, true. <laughs> However, to be fair, to be fair, it ruined everyone. We, um, this is a, this is a tangent. Gretchen and I flew a lot of American Airlines last year for all our travel and stuff, um, just for certain reasons. And I don't know how many times we got delayed or flat out canceled. My mm. personal worst was when I went to go see Gretchen for her brother's wedding. Oh, Not only was the flight canceled, they said I my only chance was to either go fly to Charlotte and then to Richmond. However, the Richmond flight 
had already been taken off and the delay to Charlotte was two hours. So I would have been stranded in Charlotte or number two, I could go all the way to Dallas and then go to Richmond. (laughs) So they sent me to Texas. When I was in Texas, American Airlines went through four different airplane crafts because they kept having technical malfunctions. (sighs) And then I finally got to Richmond. I think it was 2 a.m. East Coast time. And they did not have my suitcase. Until the next morning, yeah. So we had to go back the next morning, which had my medication and stuff in there, by the way. So the next morning, we got there, what, 7 a.m.? It was pretty early. Because we had to go. We took a nap. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. We took a very quick nap, and then we woke up, um, got the suitcase, and went back to your place so we could shower and clean up. And what happened was then, like, we went to at the little American Airlines kiosk death, front desk where the luggage claim is. The girl there, first of all, she had to been in high school, early college, oh, yeah. whatever. Whatever. She goes, oh, well, I don't see your suitcase here. I turn around to the baggage claims. The suitcase was sitting by itself next to the baggage carousel, unguarded, unchecked for who knows how long. Yeah, they're not on the ball. Ugh, that was the worst. And we kept having stories like that canceled flights all over. Aftershock was kind of a mess because of American yeah. Airlines. Just whatever. Okay, you guys don't want to hear about how American Airlines screwed us over. They're aware. But the whole, are- the whole point of going off on that tangent was how they're constantly overselling. So yes. like what happens if they are with venues? They're like, okay, well, we can hold this many, but we mm-hmm. have to cut it at this many instead but and what that happens goes back with the Ticketmaster garbage saying well yeah. if they cancel if they only postpone the show you can't get refund a ticket yep. so and if that's going to be retroactive also because that's going to screw a lot of people over if they decide to go that way would say we have to limit the amount of tickets we have for venues think mm-hmm. about that my chemical romance tour that sold out in six hours yeah think how many mad people they're going to be that way that upset them uh-uh. yep. so I don't know if they can do that for upcoming events, though, that haven't started t- selling tickets. That might not be a bad idea to go that route. Mm, no, it, it really wouldn't be. And I it mean, would be, it would be get, safer that way. Yeah. And like if they have to, a decent crowd. Yeah, so they would if they have to limit tickets to half of what they are for venues, not amphitheaters and arenas, but like smaller venues or midsize venues. Yeah. At least say, then okay, we wouldn't be packed in like sardines. We wouldn't be packed in like sardines. We could actually have some space. And even if they have to charge $10 more per ticket to make up for costs. I you know people like, would pay it because people would they pay miss it so much. Out. They miss it so much. <laughs> and too, that would make it more of an intimate setting with the bands. I totally would pay more. I'd be like, please just take me to a show. Yeah, exactly. So it could be something worth checking out for tours if they start happening in fall again. Yeah. So here's hoping. Here's hoping they figure something out. And... It's a bummer for all that that has to happen. Um, now I'm going to get a little personal in my life. I was supposed to go to Iceland in August to see explosions in the sky for their 20th anniversary. They were going to do this huge celebration show um, in this amazing venue in Iceland. And they decided to cancel because the logistics of get, getting everything out there in August, first, second week of August, which is be just too much. And they're going to try to think of something else in the meantime and plan ahead for the future. I was crushed. My friends that I was going to go with work are still crushed, but I get it. Mm-hmm. It sucks, but I get it. So I've already been refunded the ticket money, things like that. And I think we're going to get a lot more of that coming up soon. So who really knows? It's the end of April. As we're recording this on April 22nd, 
Here's hoping we start finding out more. If people can just behave, stay home for another two, three weeks and stop, get those protesters to knock it off through the rest yeah. of May, then maybe we can have some normalcy back in July, August, start getting festivals back, September, October, things like that. If not, then we're going to be having to do this all throughout the rest of 2020. Yep. So that's just how I see it. And also, COVID-19 ruins live music. Well, COVID-19 also ruined other things. Um, Lamb of God's self-titled album has been delayed by one month. It was supposed to come out next month. It's not going to come out until June. The biggest reason mm -hmm. why, from their press release, saying they want to do shipping for the packages, lay for vinyl, CDs, everything else, and to get distribution everything, would clog up so much shipping that they feel they need to have they want shipping from the post office and other places to be dedicated to essential products and items and not the new Lamb of God CD. Right. So honorable, noble thing for them to do. They said they're going to release another single in May in the meantime, or maybe sooner. I don't even remember. But I at least get it. And it's only a month. People can wait. That's not that big of a deal. It's really no. not. I thought you were going to say like a year and I was about to be like, good Lord. No, no, it's not a day to remember. This is Lamb of God. One month, <laughs> the album's already done. We already know the album's done. They have artwork, everything. Damn, you didn't need to call them out like that. You know, a day to remember needs to be called out. Oh, poor things. They, they tried. We, I know, you know I love a day to remember, but they need to be called out for that nonsense. <clears throat> so that leads to the next question, though. What are the next albums to be delayed? Because mm -hmm. Weezer has one coming out in May, Van Weezer, and that's been scheduled since last year. Mm. Will that get delayed? I don't know. Right. Creeper, yeah. a band that I love, everyone in the Rock Coliseum loves, they have their second album coming out in May. Will that get delayed? Because they're in the UK. I don't yeah. know. It's a big whole mess right now. We're kind of living in that gray area. I mean, if stuff's already been produced and production's already been finished, they're just waiting to ship it out. Yeah. Maybe they will. If they haven't started production yet, like the album's finished, obviously, they have all the prototypes and designs ready. It's just right. they have to go to production and like start making them in mass. Would they hold off on that then? Mm. I don't know. Let me try to do one thing really quick while I look at I want to see if there's any other big albums coming out just for reference in May because... I mean, there is a, there's a lot of alternative artists. Okay, here's a good one. This is not really in our vein for rock metal alternative, but still definitely counts for a name. Alanis Morissette has a new album mm. coming out the first week of May, May 1st. Haven't heard yet that's going to be delayed. And Alanis Morissette, or not Alanis, um, Fiona Apple just had her new album come out last Friday, which is amazing. And that, mm -hmm. was, still, and that was still fine. Still worked out. So who really knows who else? Well, I think a lot of it depends on what you were saying. Like, is it just done and, you know, needs to be shipped out or are there still some things that right. are left? Also two bands at the very last week of May, May 29th, the killers, they are new. I'm supposed to come out May 29th Ooh. and static X, which is a big project regeneration, which is a big semi comeback with the new lead singer to replace with to replace Wayne static with zero. And mm -hmm. for what it's worth, I saw the new Static X with uh, original lineup, new singer back in December. It was great. It was great. So it begs the question, though, are they going to delay? Because there's other albums pl planned to come out later in the year, too. You know, mm -hmm. so it's just going to have to wait and see. And because like if stuff's not produced yet, like not made in mass, the physical products aren't ready yet. 
that takes manpower to do. And if they can't have 20 people making all the pushing all the buttons in the machines and the operating everything and boxing everything up, then how is it going to get it done? Yeah. Because that's the stuff that you have to have some actual physical manpower and people in the factory, in the warehouse, in the offices doing. So I don't know. There's a big gray area that I guess we'll, we're going to find out the hard way, wondering one way or another, because it's coming up soon. But Lamb of God was the first notable name mm-hmm. that I saw do this for an album delay. And again, it's only a month. It's yeah. really nothing compared to also this is a band that we know is going to deliver. They already said the music's already made. The album's ready. My only concern is it's going to get leaked. So mm-hmm. I hope not. I hope they're able to keep it tight. That so. would suck. Also, just as a heads up, I posted the album review for Trivium's What the Dead Men Say. We'll get to this later about album reviews coming this Friday. Great album. Um, people were saying, how ask how I got it early, because the PR and the labels send me albums early. Sometimes the week mm-hmm. of, sometimes a month in advance. It's I was going to say, do, do people think that you like, do. Some go people and just steal don't know. it online and that's how you Some became? People accuse, occasionally people accuse me of that, but most people just don't know. Because the best way to describe it, and I've been saying this for years, this has been the way since before Gretchen and I have been born. Mm-hmm. Just, like, just like with movie critics and movie reviewers, they're yeah. invited to early screenings. Early access. Exactly. It's the same for music. And now it's just extremely convenient because instead of having to mail the CDs to us, yeah. they just give us a private watermarked stream bound to our IP, and we have to log in with a certain account. That's it. Mm. So that way, if it does leak, they can trace it back to who leaked it. Oh, exactly. So that's pretty. Yeah, it's smart. It's been like that for years, too, since I started doing this. And it's great. It's convenient. Here's the thing. If you go on my YouTube channel and post comments saying, hey, you can check it out on Kingdom Leaks or check it out on you can download it from here if you don't want to wait. I'm just going to block you. I don't care. I'm not going to risk like people from bands and the, the industry and labels going on my album review and then looking in the comments and you're trying to be Chuddy McChutterson and actually <laughs> say, encourage illegal downloading and streaming, get out of here and try to teach people and tell people what links to use, get lost. Yep. So sorry about that. Also, I'm full of tangents tonight. That's just all the yeah. tangents. No, but no. that one's necessary because like, uh, yeah, don't sit there and say you love the band if you're not willing to support them by buying their music. Right. And I, and like some people, like I saw this from two different people. Um, listen, I already downloaded it cause I was so excited to hear it and don't get mad at me cause I already pre-ordered the bundle. I'm like, my opinion of that is then why can't you wait the extra four days say, like everyone else? It's still crappy. Like, yes, you can wait. You just choose not to. Exactly. You're not waiting willpower. four days. You can't wait four days. Reevaluate. Yeah, get out of here with that. So, I don't know. That's how mine was. I remember, I don't remember, there's a lot of big albums that's happened to. I hope it doesn't happen with Lamb of God with their self-titled, because this is their first album in a little bit. So, who knows about that? And um, as for, we'll get into albums in a little bit. One thing for positive news that has been scheduled, I'm still bummed about Explosions in the Sky, but maybe they'll have another announcement for another grand celebration anniversary show in Iceland some other time. One cool thing that happened is NotFest Japan has been rescheduled for January 2021. They planned it out in the distance. It was supposed to be in March of this year. They decided to go all out and just plan it for uh, next year in January when hopefully all this is taken care of. They're going to do it in the winter in Japan. 
so far, the, it's going to be two days, and Slipknot's going to be playing on both, which is awesome. On NotFest Japan, if you ever ever wanted to go to Japan for some reason, you could check out NotFest there. Slipknot, Corn, Anthrax, Marilyn Manson, Baby Metal, Suicide, Silence, and more. Be right back, looking up flights to Japan. Well, <laughs> hope you have the money. <laughs> I just need the Benadryl to knock me out on that flight. Oh, I don't need that. <laughs> no, because you fall asleep before we even pull away from the gate. It's it's convenient. <laughs> I've always been I've been able to fall asleep on airplanes since I was like eight years old. It's it's nice. Just just kind of still piling onto the airplane. And Luke's out like a light. Yeah, just just sit down, lean against the wall if you're at the window seat, and just to the get that little blindfold, and I'm done. To the wall. To it's, the wall. No, that's not what happens on the airplane. <laughs> no, Gretchen. <laughs> No, I mean, what kind of airplane are you flying on? I mean, you never know. Ugh, American Airlines has problems, but it's not that rough. <laughs> Dang. So that's some, a bit of good news for that. Um, one other bit of news coming up, not just bit of news, but still albums to check out this Friday. I already talked about Trivium. Uh, what did Edmund say will be out this Friday? It's a killer album. My album review has already been posted. Check it out. Um, I loved it as much as their previous album, The Sin in the Sentence, and that was one of my favorites last year. As of now, this is one of my favorite, one of my favorites this year. It's not my favorite, but one of my favorites. It's different, but it's still great. So definitely check that out this Friday. Also coming out on Friday, I'll have an album review for posted on Friday, is The Used and their album Heartwork. And I make mention of this in the album review. Everyone was talking about My Chemical Romance making their big return, and rightfully so in 2020. But the used another emo band, they never left, not <laughs> once. They've been going consistent for all these years, touring, doing festivals, concerts. I just saw them in January. Um, this is album number eight or nine for them. Oh wow! So they're still doing it. So, um, a little bit of a spoiler for everyone that's not listened to the podcast. I enjoy the album; it's good. I don't love it; it's not the best thing they've ever done. But I do enjoy it, and I will say this. There are some prize guest, art, guest appearances on the album. There's quite a few, actually. Jason Alon Butler from Fever 333, Ooh. Mark Hoppus and Travis from Blink-182, Caleb Shomo oh. from Beartooth. Okay. So, quite a few. so this is an album where the guest appearances are done right, and all of them really do a good job. Hmm. So take that for what it's worth. And um, they also get quite... It's a hybrid album. Like some of the songs are more their standard uh, rock, post-hardcore, emo style, and a lot of a lot of them are very electronic, very mellow, very um, synthesized drums, electronic beats, things like that. It's quite the mix, and they make for the most part they make it work pretty decently. So just keep that in mind. Uh, definitely worth listening to, though. Definitely worth checking out at least once. Worth like hitting up on Spotify. Also. In these times where artists are really struggling, if you really want to help, just pay for your Spotify stream for a month and don't worry about ads while you're stuck in quarantine. You don't have to, you don't want to have to keep listening to ads, do you? Come on. <laughs> and another album coming out, and this was the bummer for me, AWOL Nation's new album, Angel Miners and the Lightning, Lightning Riders. And I have been an AWOL Nation fan since before their debut came out, Megalithic Symphony, the album with Sale. And, Sale! I uh, know. I love AWOL Nation. Um, I loved the first two albums. For Derek. They were very different, but I loved them both. The third album that came out a couple years ago, I was okay with, but it definitely wasn't great. This album is their weakest, and it's kind of a bummer. That energy, just that fire, that energy, 
AWOL Nation used to have is not there anymore. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's very it's much more paced. Um, like they've always used electronic uh influence on their stuff, but it was still a band. You could definitely tell it was the band playing when you see them live, when you hear their music. Because I've seen AWOL Nation live twice, and they're great live. You just don't hear the passion, the energy. Ironically, passion. That's one of their songs from the last time that was really good. You, there's the passion, the energy, the fire. All of that is just not there. Even in Aaron's performance on some of the songs, it just sounds like bounce, <laughs> bounce, bounce. You know, it's just dumb is stuff. It's, it's part of one of the songs. That's just why it stands out. But it's just, mm-hmm. man, it's just you want it to be so much better and you just know it's not great. And that's what kind of sucks. Again, that's my opinion. If you if you listen to it on Friday, you love it. And if you love the singles that have already come out, great. It's just not my thing. And that's kind of sucks for me. But again, that's just how it is for me. So that's three albums to check out, though, from Decent Names, Trivium, The Used, AWOL Nation. So pretty good Friday for... Uh, that's coming up April 24th for stuff to check out. Can't say you're bored. Also that new, like, again, I know John and Mark both did album reviews. They both really praised it. It's a good album. Fiona, Al- Fiona Apple's new album, fetch the bolt cutters. It's not what you're going to be expecting. If you haven't been listening to Fiona Apple uh, or ever, if you haven't really been into her growing up, man, she is a writer. She knows how to write ke- lyrics that make you think. So, <laughs> My loose, just a recommendation off that. Not even a loose recommendation. I've loved Fiona Apple since I was a kid. Because I was really young when that stuff, when she hit the scene. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's really all the big news that broke. I know not a ton of stuff happened this week, but that's just how it is sometimes. I know other there's than, more. I'm sorry? Than traps, you know, singer, getting in fights with everyone. You know what? We'll go over the trapped recap. Um, recap of the week because it's ongoing yeah well recap of the hour um just to be clear so all the stuff that's been going on as of today chris brown from trapped has also challenged fist fights to several other people he is now challenging a fist fight to ice tea i'm not a bare knuckle fist fight I don't know why you're trying to fight the man. I still feel Ice-T could rough you up, even at his older age. But Ice-T wouldn't need to rough him up because so many people would come to Ice-T's defense. Yeah, I don't think I mean, even though he could handle himself. I don't even think Chris Brown has, the rest of his band would even step up for him at this point. Yeah, which Chris Brown? (laughs) I mean, again, I'll leave all the political stance aside for what Trapped is doing. That's your own opinion, if you whatever you agree with on the political beliefs, but I... Don't know how anyone can get behind how he's threatening violence and at times death. But then people. gets all bent out of shape when someone quote unquote threatens him. And he instantly says like, he will sue them. He will like, pursue I don't, legal action. Don't dish it out if you can't take it. And now he's going after Danny Diablo, which is one of the stupidest death wishes I've ever heard from a person. <laughs> Danny I didn't Diablo. Know who that was until you explained it to me. And then I was yeah, like, wow. I won't even go on the full history. Look up Danny Diablo if you want, like on Wikipedia. And then ask if you would ever even want to be in the same room as that man if he was upset. Even not even upset at you, just upset in general. Just upset in general. You're in his path. Ugh. Oh my gosh. I, I honestly think it's a, th- a case where uh, Chris Brown from Trap does not know who Danny Diablo was. And boy, oh boy. Um, he saw the he name and was like, that's the kind of person I want to take out. Yeah. He also went, went after Ricky Raxman, which is rock and metal royalty. He went no after reason. Taylor Swift. Yeah, wow. And Taylor Swift took out Kanye West. Like, come on. 
And Kanye, and let's say, let's be honest, whether you like Kanye or don't, back in the day or now, Kanye West, Kanye West is relevant. Mm-hmm. He's still in the modern eye. Yep. Trapped, Strange bird, but <laughs> Trapped has not been in 15 years. This is the most attention Trapped mm-hmm. has received well over a decade. And I got a feeling after his new album comes out this <laughs> summer called Shadow Work, it might be even worse. But don't forget, he he gets more listens than Slipknot on Pandora. Well, I don't. <laughs> I wonder what the listening base is for Pandora. Maybe. <laughs> Because, like, I could see, like, some, like, old school gyms and, you know, like, just keeping Pandora because it's free. Mm-hmm. And just forget it and not bothering to update it to Spotify or another app. But mm-hmm. that's still the only, only mm-hmm. listening source for Pandora I can think of. Leave a comment if you still listen to Pandora. Is it bigger outside of the U.S.? Oh, wait a minute. I, I listen to Pandora. What are you talking about? Do you? Yeah, I leave Pandora. Okay, let me put it this way. I don't listen to Pandora. Well, then you don't listen to Pandora. But I play Pandora for my animals when I'm not home. (laughs) Well, that proves my point. (laughs) How does it prove that point? You know my animals are family to me. I know they are. Let me rephrase this then. Yes. Do you know who's playing the trapped radio for Pandora? Oh, no, I play Zen Garden radio for mine. You play nice, peaceful music for your <laughs> loving family. You do not play headstrong. But the question was, who listens to Pandora? Yes. I, and, okay. Me, you. And my pets. And your pets. <laughs> so that's one household. <clears throat> Who else? And we listen to Zen Garden Radio. Who, and yeah, you listen to a specific radio station <laughs> tailored for ambience and peaceful music for the background. Leave a comment. If you listen to Pandora still, not mean that to judge, I just mean it as I want to know. So I'll leave it at that. And also, if you're going to say you listen to Trapped Radio, you are a liar and don't lie on my comments. That's <laughs> or bad. get out. Yeah, There's exactly. the door. I'll There's the door nearby. I'll know if you're lying. I'll know if you're lying. Uh, so. And finally, uh, because I know other people are going to bring it up, last week, um, I shared a video out, and it was last Monday when I found it um, through means someone showed it to me. The band Puddle of Mud was invited to Sirius XM Studios to do an acoustic set, and they do those all the time with many bands, almost every week. Mm-hmm. If you listen to Octane for one day, you know they do the acoustic sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Puddle of Mud did theirs in, back in January. They did a whole set. Sirius XM decided to record them doing a cover of About a Girl, and it was probably one of the worst covers I've ever heard because Wes Scantlin, he exposed himself again that he just can't sing and he tried to force it like he forced out a sneeze and it just was really, really awkward. And you could tell even some of the band members were trying not to laugh while it was going on. Okay. However, Sirius XM decided to highly edit it and like polish up the video production and it was just still such a mess. And it laid dormance on the sites and the stations and on the YouTube channel, excuse me, on the YouTube channel for SiriusXM for two months until it started trending on Reddit. And I saw the video when it had 8,000 views and I left a comment. And it's still up there as one of the highest rated comments. And I sent it to everyone in the Rock Coliseum. I sent it to Gretchen. And everyone freaked out. And then they shared it. Crash shared it out. John shared it out. 
Um, then other people started reacting. Jared Dines did a reaction video to it, Become the Night. Mike the Music Snob did a re reaction video to it. The reactions are accurate. It's one of the worst things. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because now Wes Scantlin is saying, screw you critics, I can do it. And mm -hmm. people are trying to defend, like Puddle of Mud fans are trying to defend him, saying, "Just I just saw him at the end of last year. He sounded great live. Did he? Or were, did you, he three, were you three Bud Lights in by the time they took the stage? <laughs> Dang. Because it's Puddle of Mud. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm not, some bands, I'll always give the benefit, of the benefit of the doubt. I just, I'll give all the credit in the world that Wes Scantlin cleaned up his life. Two years now sober, no bad behavior. Awesome. Does not make you a good musician. <laughs> so. That's uh, just, I don't know how else to say it. And I guess I'll do this one more thing finally before we start wrapping it up. Um, after I post the album review for the used artwork, I'll start working on my next video, which my Discord server and my patrons already know about. I'm going to be doing the reverse video where I'll be covering 10 good songs by bad bands. The previous video did well enough in the first few weeks on 10 bad songs by good bands that I'll do the reverse. And this will be a positive look at good songs by bands that are seen as bad, sometimes by me, but sometimes by the population, whoever it might be. So expect that hopefully May 1st. That's the goal for it to be public on YouTube a few days earlier on Patreon. If you can afford $2 a month to chip in, I know money's tight everywhere, but you could, if you can afford $2 a month on Patreon, you can definitely see that video a few days early. And I will have a list of 10 songs. It won't be ranked. Um, just as a spoiler, Nickelback will be on the list. I know some people don't see Nickelback as a bad band. I do. They aren't. I, Everyone just hates on them because it's cool to hate I, Nickelback. I have spent legitimately hours talking about Nickelback, how I was a fan, and have broken down in some of my most watched videos for, that are very outdated now, but still serve the purpose of why they are a bad band. So Hipster I could at least hate Nickelback before it was cool. No, no, I hated it the same time everyone else did. <laughs> I hated them the same time. <laughs> when they started to suck. That's when I started to hate them. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, that just kind of goes to my point, though. And I want to have to start that video off very delicately, saying, <laughs> listen, I know there's going to be a lot of butthurt for you seeing the thumbnail and saying, what do you mean this is a bad band? Who cares? If you like someone, like them. It doesn't affect me. That's it. You'll live. I'm not going to lose any sleep if you like a band that I don't. I'm not going to lose any sleep if I like a band that you don't. Who cares? It's I was fine. about to say, I love Five Finger Death Punch. And look I'm at us. And I'm not a fan. And that's fine. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? It's fine. So. That being said, I want to thank everyone for checking this episode out again. It's, again, a little bit shorter than we like to do, but, like, again, it's just all the news we have right now. We ain't got nothing. Uh, we will be checking things out, though. We'll keep you up to date on any other breaking news. We'll be back next week. If you could be so kind as to share this with any of your friends on social media, that would be greatly appreciated, mainly because we are 35 subs away on this secondary podcast channel to get it to 1,000, and then we can start monetizing this. And uncertain times, that would help out tremendously. And that's something you can do for free if you just get your friend to subscribe to it. 
just word of mouth. If we get 35 more, we can start monetizing these actual podcasts. And that's another revenue stream for Rocked. And that helps out tremendously. And that costs you nothing to do it that way. So just something to think about. It would help us out a ton. Gretchen has her channel also, Go Gretchen on YouTube. You can check stuff out that coming up soon. Usually videos every Tuesday and Friday. Yes. So we'll have that to look forward to. I'll have more stuff coming up. Thank you again for checking us out this week. And Gretchen, do you have anything you would like to add before we start wrapping up? No, actually, I don't have anything. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of something smart and I couldn't. Well, you tr- it's you tried. It's that's what that's what matters. Oh, here's something. Anyone out there in the Animal Crossing world have apples on their island? Because I don't. Who wants to be friends? Okay, well, Gretchen, if you remember, you can, put your, you can put your switch code in one of the comments on my YouTube video. Oh, God, I don't want to do that. I okay, have too many requests. Fine. So, how about, <laughs> okay, how about this? How about this? If you play Animal Crossing and you have apples, or if you're looking for other people to trade with and do stuff with Animal Crossing, go Gretchen is a big Animal Crossing player. She's had it since the day it came out. I can give um, a Dodo code. There you go. Um, <laughs> you don't also, even know what that is. No, I don't, but I trust you. I've been playing the Final Fantasy VII remake. So, Animal Crossing. Um, if you're interested, you can hit up Gretchen on Twitter at GoGretchen. So, it just add her <laughs> saying, "Hey, I have apples" or something like that. That way, it'll weed that out a little bit more. I have everything else if you need it. And finally, this is very selfish of me. Please check out my constant photography on Instagram because I want to see if I can get the numbers bumped up on Instagram. Boom. Instagram handle is in the comment or in the. Dis- video description and on the actual video so thank you guys again we will see you all next week bye